What's up, Roller Agenda listeners? It's me, Keith London. On my way to work right now. It is what, Wednesday, about 5.15 p.m. Yeah, just talking to you guys about this. Um, get ready for this this fall fly, NBRC National, National Championship fly thing, preparedness. I'm getting ready for this. I've been getting ready for a minute. Actually, everything I've been doing all year I've been getting ready for this fly. Yeah, I've been having a lot of ups, downs. Uh, nothing to say, just throwing the tile. But it makes it a little tough. But I've been trying to just persevere and get through everything. So. So everything I've been trying to do was get ready for this fly right here. Royal Rumble was one of them too, but this was more important than a Royal Rumble. But everybody says the Royal Rumble pays money. Okay, that's all good, but you get your money, the money spent 10 years from now. The new people won't even think about the Royal Rumble. They won't know nothing about it if it's if it's not going on at that time. Like uh the new people are, are quick to discount anything that they didn't see or they weren't part of. They don't know about history. That's why they can't go in the word. They got to know what how you the sport being before they can see where they can take it. So, what I've done this year, which I haven't done in a while, is breed birds specifically for competition. And the reason why the kits been doing decent is because of that reason. I kind of, I kind of identify the birds are willing to work on any given day. However, it's a little more hard work than before because of BOPs one, and I had been had not been selecting for a kit performance for the last. Five years, maybe six. I was just selecting birds that do the best spinners, frequent spinners, not kits, competition spinners, just frequent spinners, style of spinners. So it's different. It's a different concept of breeding, a different state of mind when you put your birds together. Selection process is way different than just trying to breed good spinners. If you're just trying to breed good spinners, all a bird mainly have to do is spin right correctly with good quality and with good quality and depth. That and kick. That's it. Now, when you breed for kick competition, the birds have to be willing to roll with the kick. At least 75% of the time. That's where you try and get them to go. At least 75% of the time to roll bird rolls with the kick and they roll with each other. So that's what I had to read, do a reach selection process or a pair of the birds were a little bit different. Now, since I've decided to do that, there, there are birds that I have been letting go, moving away from. I've been taking those birds, like certain birds, to birds that are really high in that trait for birds rolling with the kit. Breed those to certain birds, get those babies, use those babies, and the one bird I'm, I'm away from because that bird might have been there just because it had depth or speed or speed in depth but it didn't roll with the kit so I take a baby off that that's bred to a bird 
that's, that's, that does that to a high degree. And the babies that exhibit it, I use that baby, let that bird go. But I don't really sell the birds. I just move them somewhere else. I got friends and club members now. I just let them breed them. So one day they breed them, they might get, hook up something that I, that, I can, that can help me later on. Like saying, let me get one of those. I need a, a cot. I need a hen, whatever it may be. And that's how we've been working. So I evaluate the birds, like I said, and I see a lot of good things. The problem now is, is a cohesiveness. It's kind of hard to maintain a really, really, really good kit. It is harder. It's a lot more work. Um, like just this week, this, this is the week before I fly for my main kit. And just this week, this week, on the first day out, which was yesterday, Tuesday. Yeah, first day out. A, falcon, two, a pair of falcons came, both got a bird. But the two birds they got were good spinners. Um, they kitted good. But neither one of those were the main birds in the kit. There was like fillers so they, one of them would go with the kit at least on 55 maybe 60% of the, of the breaks and one only go maybe on 40% 30-40% of the breaks but if I feed that one bird a particular way he'd go on maybe 50-60% of the time but now I've added birds to the kit that go on 75, maybe 80%. The problem is these birds are 8 to 12 feet. They're not even over 15 feet to 8 to 12 feet. So sometimes they're scoreable, sometimes they're not. It's a legit discretion. But they will break. So, you know, then that's one of the things I'm trying to do this kit, get the kit sensitivity part. So and that's why I put in to replace those two birds. I actually only put one bird in because I had 19. Took me down to 17. I'll add one to give me 18. So I'm telling you guys this to give you guys some insight or some some room for thought on what to do, what to look for. And in, in, in my journey, I try to share some of my new journeys with you guys and some of the stuff I figured out, so you guys can make your assessments and give you guys some ideas on what to do. I never said you have to do what I do. I just give you some ideas on what you can try and what you can do, what you can try to do. I'm saying so it's working out so far I just gotta get a break I gotta keep the BOP off and, and as far as the BOP goes I don't need them all to be gone that would be a blessing but I don't need them all to be gone if I can cut if I can cut my attacks or catches in half oh man that would help tremendously tremendously so I've managed to cut them in half compared to the last two years just by flying different. Um, keeping the birds low don't matter. They come higher or low, so that, that's not the thing. Cutting down their fly time helps a little sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, man, these people have an accident in the lane while I'm trying to get on the other freeway. Oh, my God. problem with this is if people and it's crazy because I see why there are so many accidents out here too man it's crazy have accidents that happen don't even need to happen because people just be doing some of the craziest stupidest irresponsible stuff anyway let me get off these drivers 
But you guys, this year is, is coming to an end. For those who are not flying national flyer or their club flies over it, go, go look through your birds. See which ones give the higher percentage of birds to actually come into the spin, maintain once they come into the spin, and actually work with the kit. Now, you got to understand, we're not trying to breed, for, when it comes to kit count, we're not trying to breed the fastest spinners all the time. It's cool to have some fast spinners, but that's not what we're trying to do. The whole thing, main thing is kit sensitivity and rolling with the kit. That's our main objective, right? So if we can do that at a high percentage, even if your quality is just a 1.2 and your work rate is at 80%, 80-90%, it's got to be that, um, that their quality is at a 1.6, but their birds don't work together. Or they, you know what I'm saying? Or the, or the work rate together is at 30, 30% or 40%. So, it depends on what you want to do, what you're trying to do. And you got to stand quality and dip is at the discretion of the judge anyway, at the judge's discretion. So, it's so subjective. You may not, you may think you're going to get a 1.6 and you're going to get a 1.2 or 1.3 or 1.4. So, if anything, keep the brakes. One thing they do give you most time is the number of birds rolling, most of the time. If 17 birds go, you might get 13, you might get 18. So that's just how it depends on the, um, on the judge. The quality and depth is so subjective, and all this stuff is subjective because the eye is not fast enough to see all that stuff all at once. But, you know, you got to figure it out. But you guys can um, always try to. What I found to work for me, like I have this cock, I call it 100% cock. I call them 100% cock because a pair I had, 100% of the birds coming to the spin, they spin right, and they got good quality of depth. But I know, I also know that in those maintenance, I get some that are a little hot, some a little too deep, and I get some that want to be in and out of the kit. That just happens in that right there. I know that. So that's why I mean 100% just mean 100% birds are coming to the spin. If they fly, they're gonna come into the spin. Don't mean they're gonna be superstars. That just mean they're gonna come into the spin. 100% of them are gonna come into the spin if they're flying. That's all it means. I mean, they know. So I have this one cock that most people saw fly in 2013, into, no, 2014, 2015. Awesome cock. Red check beard. Anywhere from 30 to 60. Now, problem I'm having with this particular cock is um, his babies been producing a little on the hot side which I don't have a problem with I can deal with that the other thing is when they don't come hot they have good they have good speed and depth but they're not hard workers and, and I had to think about that for a while he wasn't a hard worker I mean he was one of them, wasn't frequent, about maybe once every other minute, maybe. Wasn't frequent at all. When he hang him, he hung him. But with a particular hen, he threw something that were, they were hard workers. But that hen was old and she died. But I do have a few babies, but the thing about it is one of the babies was too hot. So now I have to make a decision on where to go with that. So the ones I'm making this year are good. They're working. 
it's not as deep. So, so right now, he's 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 probably on the way out the program. Now his babies will be in the program, but he won't. You know what I'm saying, but that just give you an idea how I handle certain problems or certain situations that I come across. I figured out. I figure out something. Now, if the babies don't work like I think they should work, they'll be exed out altogether. Now, the sister, those words that work, they don't come real deep, good quality, and everything, and, and stable. The sister, two sisters. They actually have two sisters. And they've been doing it. So, you have to use those those sisters to make make a cop. You understand? So it's not about being close to the birds, but having the trace locked in that you need to move forward. You know, as most dudes out here, most dudes, the problem, the problem, the problem with most dudes out here, they, they're quick, too quick to holler out somebody else's name. They're too quick to holler out somebody else's name because without them hollering out somebody's name, they think their birds have no have no value or they're not important. You know what I'm saying? So they holler out somebody else's name. Which I don't think they need to do at all. Just read Birmingham Rovers. We know everybody birds come from somebody. You can say, hey, go back to this strain, but I did this, did that to do this. And then go from there. There's some guys I wish I lived near just so I can watch their birds more often. Like I would love to see um Brian McCormick birds. I would love to see um what's his name? Uh Tony Houghtonburg. I love. I would love to see their birds up close and personal. I've seen Mike Walden birds. Nice birds. Uh, I've never seen Tony's. I only nobody have his birds, but I would love to see his birds up close and personal. Irish rollers. I would love to see them. I would love to see Mason birds. Them birds I want love to see, but I hear guys are to have them birds, but they not a good representation of those birds. From what I hear and what I see in videos, it's, no, it's not what I want to release. I want to see. I want to see. There first. I'm gonna have to make a trip and just go visit some guys. But but that's that's what we gotta do. We gotta get her out and see birds and see what, what what we missing what can help us. You know what I'm saying? Um, one thing I felt my birds are versus what they used to be, they're a little too strong I wouldn't say mentally maybe or they can short they, they don't cut it off they shorten it up to a point where they're going short on the brakes that's not something I actually wanted from them that's not a trait I was trying to lock in I, I kind of it was just a speed thing quality thing Still, still working out for me. I mean, overall, I got a few birds <clears throat> that kind of help me out. I need them smooth roller type pigeons. Those are easy to get to work. I'm saying, um, easy going, smooth rollers. I need those. So right now, I want me another hen or two. That's in that category. Just smooth, easy flying, smooth roller. 
effortless rollers. I need like two good hands. I know that already. I'm breathe. I can breathe some. But I haven't bred them like, like what I'm looking for. I haven't bred what I'm looking for yet. So I'm still checking it out. I got an idea. I got a few ideas in mind I'm gonna implement this year. But for next year actually. I got, I put down two of my old original pairs right now while the weather's still good just to get, maybe I can get, I can squeeze one or two out of them. That'll help. So that would really help. But they got to give me the baby. Well, one, one already gave me a baby. So one pair gave me a baby right now. So I got one baby off that pair. So like I said, they give me another one. And then the other pair got to give me one. Just one. All I need is one of this other pair. This one, particularly a hen, but I will take a cock. So, I got a plan. Do you got a plan? What's your plan to make your program better next year than it was this year? What's your plan? What you gonna do different? Or what you gonna do more of? It's not always different. What you gonna do more of? Or do less of to make your program move forward? See, uh. One thing about kick competition, the key is to remain consistent. That's the key. You know, I have some guys do good one year, they don't do good no more. The key is to try to be competitive every year. That's the challenge. That's the real, real gutsy challenge right there. To do pretty good or really good every single year. When you can do that, you're on your way and improve every year. Some people have setbacks, they bounce back from them. But some people actually really have to, they lack the mental fortitude to get better or get past their problems. They like that. Um, <clears throat> so, some people just have, just, just don't have it. And, and you can see that, you can see that apparently in the program. If you watch everybody fly, Say his birds are good, but the next year you say his good will butt the same problem. His good will butt the same problem again. I mean, come on. I mean, when you say, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm not doing them like that, breeding like that. I'm not selecting like that anymore. It's up to it's up to the breeding and the flower to do that. For real. So now we get we get our um, program going. So now you should have a better idea who can do what or got an idea of which way to go to find out who can do what right now. It's your first season with your birds. The second season with your birds, you got came a little closer to figuring it out. If your third season, you should already have some, some, some pairs lined up that can do certain things already. And when you guys get a pair that's really, really good, why not breed them for a couple of years first? If you know really they're really that good, breed them for a couple of years so they can use those birds to replace a lot of the birds that you're not even sure about. Or you know they're not as good as not that good. You replace them with them birds you know about. That's a start in the right direction right there. Some dudes, despite their despite their, their, their success or lack of them, put the birds down the same way every, I mean, some different way every year. Even superior that through 70-80% good quality birds, they still don't stock any, but then put them down different the next year. 
only to say, damn, these didn't come out as good. Now I got to go back to that. Why not just keep doing that for a while until you get those birds in your loft to replace some of the birds that's not doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, move you along faster. And stop making, letting the birds, letting the, letting the bird, because it's, it's coming from this person, and let that bird be important in your loft just because who it's from or what bloodline is out of. Let the birds get in your loft and be important in your loft based on their own merit. Let the birds earn their right to be in there, be called a main bird. Not because it came from this person or it came or out of this bloodline. Let the bird earn his right to be in there. And you might put him in, 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 in the beginning, um, at the start, because what it is, what it's out of and all that kind of stuff. But after that, now he got to earn it. Now he got to live up to that name or that bloodline. Make him live up to make him live up to that name. Period. Let them prove that he's he's in there because he's this. Let them, let them show that he's worthy of being that. And, and what dudes do is they hold on to those birds, even though they're not showing them nothing. It's my number one cop. I said, well, that's your number one cop. Because someone else held the bird in high esteem. Now you holding high esteem based on just what they say, not what it's doing, what they say. And a lot of lofts are full of birds like that. That's how my 3262 stuff, my 999 stuff. But the other stuff over there, that's off the 426 and 593, is out producing them, but you ain't stocking none of them. I'm, not, I'm, 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 just, I'm just saying. That the bird earned his right to be in there and to be in there and be to reproduce and keep. Filling your stock off of birds. I'm earning. Stop stocking birds because of the name. Or, or who bred it? That's what you guys gotta do. What trace it got? Why, why you got this? Like I asked my people, why you putting that pair? In? Why, why, why think that pair gonna be so good? Oh, watch! I'm gonna do show up. This gonna be like this. And why you think that? I'm like. And they think I'm trying to talk, but I'm not. I'm just asking the question. Why do you think they're going to be like that? You didn't fly the mother. You didn't fly the father. I mean, the bird don't look the part. I mean, it don't look like it's going to be one of them kind of birds. But you're telling me that it is. I'm like, why do you think that? And you should be able to give an answer. Why do you think that? You should be able to say, because blank, 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 blank. You should be able to say that. Oh, because this this bird did this and these birds are like this and they carry this trait and I think putting them together I get this trait. I mean, you should be, you should be able to say that and you should be able to say it with some confidence and you should be able to say it with some fact and truth behind it, not just saying just because you're trying to sound good. Like when I bring a bird in a tribe bird, I'm trying it for real. I mean, I got an idea of what I, what I expect it to do. And if I bring it in from somebody, if I didn't see it, I, I got to go by who um, the person bred it. I got to go by that. So. And then I, and then I got the, like, 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 like I watched my birds today. I flew them. I think like Cooper came, made a, made a couple of little swoops out, made a couple of little feeble attacks at them today this morning but nothing serious but I watch how what how do you fly slow I watch their wing beat and everything and I don't people ask me how I say I don't 
I guess it's the type I picked and the expression I picked. I guess. I guess that's what it is. But I'm not. I can't totally give an answer. I can say that's what it is, but it gotta be what it is. That's the only thing I do a little different. I select versions a little different from most people. That's one thing I know I do different from most people that, that fly birds here. How you get your birds off the right, off doing off the, I'm stuck on the right wing, I said. I don't really, really, I've had that problem, but I don't have the problem like they got. They got a severe, they birds fly fast. Some tight circles real fast. I haven't had that severe. I don't think I've ever had it that severe. I had to turn one way, but it's not like them fast racing circles they do. I mean, I haven't had them do that, really. I don't think. I can't remember them doing that. So how, how do you get them off that? Uh, it could be the feed or the amount of feed. You know what I'm saying? It could be the time you fly. No, even if I flew in the evening, they didn't do that. So it, can't, it ain't that. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it's about the amount of feed, maybe, and the and 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 percentage of protein and fat. What I told people is, when your birds do that, you gotta feed them a little less and fly them a little more. You gotta work them a little bit, so you gotta fly them, they do that, let them land, scare them back up, let them sit five minutes, scare them back up, and so they start flying slow. And they do that, do that every day. After a while, they just start going up. And just flying, I guess, a little slower. But you gotta work it out of Breathing a little different, so either way, it kind of works. But let's end this this little this session. I'm here pulling up at work right now, so I'm gonna I'm, uh, try them out right now. So you know what this is all about, right? It's all about what we do. We're gonna select, we're gonna breathe, we're gonna fly, we're gonna select again, and we're gonna repeat. Keep none of the real agenda. I'm out. Peace.